say anything first. God <laughs> we damn it. definitely both uh, panicked, I oh, think. Oh, silence was crazy. Well, welcome to Fatal Females. Hello and welcome. I feel like I'm not like You're not in the mic the right mic. now. Can anyone, does anybody, anybody hear, hear me? me? Hello? Jesus, I can't even. I think, but like get. No, I'm, com- I'm, I'm coming. All the way. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. All okay, right, Pam is here. here. Yay, hi everyone, the I'm whole here. crew. whole crew, including my fur baby oh, on my lap. special guest, Sydney the dog. Hello. She was uh, a little, uh, little moody. A little moody when we sat down away from Maybe her. A little jealous that we weren't next to her. I will say the shade this dog just <laughs> threw us. It was. She did like a Zoolander really? look. Yeah. Oh my god, blue steel. It was blue Sydney steel. Sydney steel. Sydney steel. Uh, well, it's a new week. Oh, thank God. Of new murderesses. <sighs> if you're new to the podcast, that's Hello. what we do. Welcome. Well, I mean, I. Right? Well, we don't do that. We talk no. about women who kill. So, hi, we're murderers. Uh, we like to kill people in our spare time. Welcome to our jail podcast. And we decided, you know what would be fun? Let's make some, uh, let's record some apps about it. Yeah. That's right. Record some apps. That's eventually probably what will happen. Well, I mean. Hmm. What did we do this last week? I don't know. I had a weird fucking week. I'm just ready for it to be over. Well, it's Friday. It's over. Over. Unless it's a different like week. No, 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 no. Totally done. not. Yeah, it's done. Uh, we finally watched the Bachelorette finale. Um, well done. So stoked. Oh. Thank you for choosing Garrett. Garrett. Wise choice. Wise choice. Blake, sorry about it, bub. You just had too much baggage. No, baggage. it was just like I don't. It's just the. And it's the not male like... vulnerability. We can say it. We're a little bit sexist. We don't like male vulnerability. But to be honest, it's not like Garrett didn't show any, but he showed it in, in a the proper amount. Like towards the end at the family, I feel like Blake the whole time was like, Blake reminds me of the chick in, was it Ari's? It was Ari's season where like everything triggered a fear. Like, oh my God, there's a dog. And oh I was attacked. Oh my God, and the, the fucking pumping car shit. I can't. That girl. <laughs> That's who Blake reminded me of. Is what? everything like, reminded him of what some life is tragedy. That? I don't know. Dogs and bumper cars are your biggest terror. I think you've had a decent time at this. Also, like, your childhood must have sucked. <laughs> Actually, it sounds great. You're terrified of dogs? That's what I'm saying. Your childhood, and bumper cars? Your childhood was filled with dogs and bumper cars. I think you wrongly processed these experiences. She, her mind is not right. <laughs> her brain. It's opposite day. Oh, my God. But every opposite day. Opposite life. Opposite, yeah, it's opposite life. I think it's what life. that is. That um, is insane. Uh, uh, Chelsea is also um, a little bit... Um, on the, uh, she could have a disease. Wait, <laughs> I just talked about this incompetent, incompetence, incon. Just say confidence, incompetence. In a confidential manner. Oh, okay. In confidence. Confidence. Oh man, one sip on an empty stomach. Yeah. So I have a horrible reaction to. Mosquito bites? No, but like, no, no, no. I've been around <laughs> you with mosquitoes when we go to Costa Rica. But those but are those tiny little, like, Well, I don't things. fucking know what's coming at you, but so, you look like you have a smallpox. I think I'm slightly allergic to whatever that um, chemical or is. Or leprosy. That you, <laughs> my arm is about to fall the fuck off. Doesn't anyway, look Anyway, I have two mosquito bites that on any other person would just be like a mildly I'd irritating say bump. <laughs> I'd say welts. These are pretty much like... Can I touch it? Yeah. This one's What fun. if I... Oh, the ha- one on your hand looks like... Oh, it, they're boils, really. They look like huge... Ah, oh, and your skin's tight it's around tight, it, too? Because it's all swelled. That like, ain't right. Right here, super tight. That that ain't right. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, it's awful. When it tight, it ain't right, and I don't like it. That's the only time that's ever been well, said. Well, I'm not speaking about sexual <laughs> things. She never Jeez, said that, no. actually. She never fucking said that. I'll tell you that much right now. I'll tell you that much, right? Yeah, but me, me, you want some like cortisone or something on no. those things? I think you need it. Who's got time? I mean, I'm more concerned about this red streaking mark that's entirely separate from the scrap, the area, <laughs> but also extremely itchy. So, my right hand is my right arm is just out of commission. Well, if Chelsea doesn't it. join us next week, it's because we know she's why. been dead. I'm dead. She's dead. I am now instead of the fly, I'm the mosquito. Oh, maybe this is it. I'm like Jeff Goldblum I fucking into hope not. a mosquito. That movie's gross. I'll just but awesome. whine into the mic next time. <laughs> Mm-mm. That was weird. 
I understand if we just lost like five of you. It's all right. Guys, thanks for staying with us for so long. We took it to the next. Um, uh, we took it to the next. We are, well, I guess we should be a little honest. I was supposed to record this lady Honesty. on Honesty. Sunday, but I did a uh, hanging out with Pamela the night before. That's right, we did. And then I had to be at work at like nine and I got, I got like two hours of sleep and got very sick, so I bailed out like a horrible um, companion of podcasting. So we did on Saturday, though, for this lady who I, we're doing this week, her, mm, um, mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. nickname is the Vampress of Barcelona. Yes. So we did a little like gin, pomegranate juice, and tonic it was drink because I wanted it to look like blood. It was delicious. It looks exactly so like blood. that was amazing. And then now... We're, uh, now that we're live, live, live in action, we're drinking Aperol spritzes. I mean, because, you know, it's fucking 97,000 degrees outside. And it's 97,000% humidity. It's disgusting. And uh, what cools off yourself. And what makes you think you're just drinking juice. Mm. Let me talk. You know what? I'm going to have have a sip. I'm going to have a sip. I had Mm. a nice big old glug. Also, um... For the love of God, oh, I need Christ. to chug during this, this episode because um, this woman is terrifying. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Uh, so we're keeping banter to a minimum. Well, I guess it's our usual. That's fine. It's good. Well, I first off, launch we do in. have to give a shout out. Oh shit! Right to I'm the worst. a lovely lady named Tracy. Thank you so much. We won't say your last name. Just I don't know. Maybe I just <laughs> for like you know privacy's sake. I was mildly rehearsing the shout out and mentioned her. I last was like, name. I don't think yeah, we should like, do that. Oh, I don't think we should do that. So, but um, Tracy, thank you so much for your lovely Facebook um, shout out. That was awesome. Tracy is apparently one of the only few people who go on our <laughs> Facebook, Facebook page and and send us a little so, really nice amazing message. Amazing props for following our instructions. Thank and you. Giving us a review. And thank you so much for listening. And um, we I, I hope we don't lose you. And thank if you brought any friends to the table. Yeah, bring some friends thank to the you. table. Why oh my not? God. Let's Y'all have a party. Are just doing great. Amazing. So thank you so much. That's very kind of you and right back at you and we're all about it we give you five stars tracy we give you five <laughs> fucking stars mm. six if i could but can't can't they should be like we should why five i don't know i just why is, is it five why is I'd it, give it five? zero stars if i could i'd be like i give it 10 stars if i could yeah what why is five i mean i just feel like there needs to be a scale so if there's just infinite st- i'd be like i give this 600,944 stars. And who knows on what scale? Like, ooh, like, ooh, only that much? Yikes. I gave it a billion. Must be terrible. (laughs) Must be wretched. Good Lord. All right, well. Let's jump into this. Do I have anything Um, else to say? I don't think so. Mm, mm. I need to be careful with this guy. Hold on, let me actually. There's going to be a pause while we drink. Mm -hmm. I would recommend you all do the same. Uh, Very delicious. What is it? The, like, um, shit. Come on. Think of the word. I can't. It's the, um, like, Mm. graphic violence stuff. This is the, not disclosure, the... Parental warnings? Kind of. This is a rated R episode. Oh, that's what I wanted to do. Uh, If anyone (laughs) is sensitive to... Oh, we're really doing this? Yes, only because, like, I know, like, my sister-in-law just had a child, so she's extremely, like, uh, sensitive to, like, child harm right now, whereas usually she could kind of, like, deal with it. So if you are at all sensitive to... Viewer discretion is advised. Yes, viewer discretion is... Viewer listening is advised... Uh, this We're gonna is talk about some pretty shit, gory in terms of what happens to children ranging from infants to nine years old. Uh, so here we go. If you can't handle that, thank you so much. Tune in next week instead. It's and not gonna get any better. <laughs> it's not gonna get any better. It's adults though. Like. It is. Yeah. Uh, so we. Yeah. Sorry. So I know we we should have done oh, the whole illusion to chalice yeah, of yeah, choice, yeah, 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 yeah. but we are. Uh, we were a little since we didn't record last week. Pammy went ahead and just got started in choosing and researching, and so I'll that let we can you give you I'll some give you guys uh, dope clue. episodes. So I'll give you guys a clue. Yeah, you get at the clue end at of the end. end. Don't itch your well. Sorry, sorry, don't, sorry. And don't shake them in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> They're not contagious. I don't know you. Oh I'm my not God. living like Contagion. this. Here we Done. go. You're victim number one. All right. All right. So viewer discretion is advised.
Enriqueta Marti. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> the vampire of Barcelona. Oh, you Kidnapper, like... serial killer, procuress of children. Okay. Can we? No. I'm not ready. You're so not. First off, what's her name? Enriqueta. Enriqueta. Marti. Marti. I just like Enriqueta. Yeah, right? And she's... A, a procurus of children? Yeah, so she, like, procures children. procures children for, uh, well, maybe let's just listen to the episode. No, I just, I was very, like, very, that is like, her, I was, I it's was, on a plaque on her desk, procuress, oh, I'm kidding. There oh my god, no I desk. was like, hold on, I thought you, I was like, hold on a second. Uh, employee of the month. Employee of the procuress month. Procuress of children. Every day I'm hustling. <laughs> Got oh, it. Oh, man. Good Lord. All right. Poor kitty. Okay. Ready when you are. Uh, she was born in either 1868 or 1871. Couple different references there. In Saint Saint-Felou de... <laughs> you got it. Lobregat, which Ooh, is Catalonia, Spain, province of Barcelona. You sound like fucking Penelope Cruz every trying, time. I'm trying. I'm trying. Barcelona. So hard. <laughs> uh, in her early years, of course, not much is known. Uh, she worked as a maid and a nanny. Uh, and after her economic situation deteriorated significantly, she inevitably turned to prostitution. God damn it. Uh, in 1895, at 27, she marries Juan Pujalo, mm. a painter. The marriage was short-lived. Uh, they were soon separated. Uh, Juan attributed the separation to Enriqueta's profession of prostitution, uh, various just natural affairs with other men, her character. That's her job. Well, no, she would have entirely willing, separate, not money-paid oh. affairs. Oh, okay. Well, then that's yeah. a problem. Okay. Uh, her character was called into question, <gasps> and her frequent visits to houses of... Quote, ill repute. Ill reputed uh, houses. He could not have that stain on his reputation Cannot. as he was a painter. He would lose business. Cannot. Uh, they ended up uh, breaking it off and making up uh, about six separate times. Damn. Um, but in 1912, when Enriqueta was apprehended for her unspeakable crimes, uh, Juan and her had been separated for about five years at the time. Okay. Uh, they never had any children with the marriage. Okay. So let's, you know, let's set the scene. Viewer discretion is advised. Not yet. Okay. Let's set the scene. We're in Barcelona. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Never mind. Fine. Fine. Viewer discretion is, is not advised. The fuck up. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> Uh, Barcelona is the capital and largest city of Catalonia, Spain. Oh, we're learning shit we're learning tonight. Shit learning tonight. shit tonight. Uh, it was originally constructed as a Roman city, uh, and there's a myth around it that Hercules, the mythical hero and god, founded Barcelona. But it was probably the Romans. Let's be real. Or it was Hercules. Uh, something that tickles my fancy as a huge Henry VIII fan, uh, during the Middle Ages, the uh, Roman city Barcelona merged with the kingdom of Aragon, and that is Catherine of Aragon, Henry VIII's first wife. Well, so it's look her at that. family's kingdom. I that bet you got with so stoked oh, when you ooh, fucking I got so wet. Oh that my god, shit. it was awful. I like wiggled in my chair. <laughs> Uh, Barcelona is known for its awe-inspiring architecture and is one of the world's major global cities based on economics, tourism, trade fair, education, arts, fashion, media, like everything. Everything. Barcelona's got it. Barcelona. Um, as Enriqueta would have known it uh, during her life, from 1860 to 1912, Barcelona's population skyrocketed from about 140,000 people to 587,000 hey. people. People. People are making babes. Uh, during that time, Barcelona was called the Pearl of the Mediterranean. Wow. And peasants and proles flocked there for a better life. Now, peasants are impoverished agricultural farming workers, okay. whereas proles are... Uh, below poverty line, like day workers. So your factory workers, your slum workers, your slop bucket workers, okay. anybody in like the city proper that isn't doing like farming work as a prole, and then peasants. I just that was just I had never heard the word. I've never. Well, I, I'm glad you said because I was going to yeah. ask you what the fuck that was. That but was fun. Now I. Oh, so they're just like day laborers. Right, but they have nothing to do with like the farming. So like peasants oh. tend all of the fields, whereas they're all like city and town. I didn't based. know that was such like a. I have done so much fucking factor. medieval research and never have I heard of that class Proles. separation. All right. Now we know. Well, I'm a prole. 
The more you know. You're not a parole. Yeah. I'm the, a below poverty line day worker. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I am. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> uh, the new residents were... So a lot of this was... Um, the population skyrocketed due to immigration. Um... For a better life in Barcelona, all of these new residents were condemned to live in the 5th district El Raval or El Chino, which is their uh, version of Chinatown. So oh. imagine very tight uh, quarters, um, tight streets because everyone's just t- like stacked on mm-hmm. top of each other. Um, maybe places that were once one bedrooms are now like six bedrooms or like six one bedrooms or whatever. Oh, gosh. Um, conditions were so horrible, uh, life expectancy in El Chino or El Raval, I'll refer to it as both in my thing, uh, the life expectancy was 41 years old Uh, due to all of the, like, infant mortality diseases and just shitty life conditions. Damn. Um, if a son was born to a family, they would be quickly hidden from authorities as during this time... There was a foreign occupation from Barcelona to in Morocco, and so they would just like take male-born children, raise Excuse them up me. to be soldiers, and ship them the fuck over That's to rude. serve in the army. So a lot of families would just hide the fact that they had sons because that's who would make the money for them too, was the husbands and the sons. But that also is what aided to the how impoverished this area was because the Spanish-American War hit from April to August of 1898, sending even more of Barcelona's men to fight and the war basically, like, drafted. You had no choice. Oh, jeez. Um, after the war ended, since it was only several months long, in 1898, the city sent even more of their male population back to Morocco. Uh, so El Chino... Basically, the residents there uh, were deserters, crippled or unemployed veterans of the army, and they all lived alongside the starving and illiterate immigrants. So it was not a good economic situation whatsoever. As we know from (laughs) shitty economic situations, that just breeds... Crime. Speaking of shitty, I think my dog just farted on me. Oh my god, was it just a warm? I think she just farted. Brief on me. intermission, so we can have the giggles. Do you not smell it? No. Okay, I don't need you to waft it over here. I love your daughter, and I don't need to be turned against her by her farting oh god, in the middle of my podcast. I smell nothing. I need it. And I love it. I love everything about it. (laughs) So Spanish American War, Sydney farted. Yep, most important. It's 1909. This is just a little bit of like a bloop, because this comes up later. In 1909, from July 25th to August 2nd, uh, this part of Barcelona has what's called a tragic week. Uh-oh. Where it became a boiling point between the destitute working class and the police, and there were massive amounts of riots and violence Uh-oh. during this week. Uh, <clears throat> there were about 2,000 homes in El Raval, and as a journalist of the time wrote, it was common for about 40 to 50 people to live in one of the houses. I'm sorry, how many? 40 to 50 people in one house. That's about too many. That's That's... 39 people too many in my book. Thank Mm-mm. you very much. I don't like it. Uh, due to its poor access, the 5th District became a nursing ground for brothels, which would have once been CD taverns. Um, alcohol and morphine addiction was rampant, and there were frequent night fights and brawls. Night fights. Night fights. Night fights. Stab and jab. Mm-mm. So all in all... Don't go to El Raval. Don't go there at all. Uh, there were an estimated eight to 10,000 street children, which led to child thievery, <clears throat> as well as a large number of adolescent prostitutes. Wait, so there'd be just be like kids roaming around? Mm-hmm. Where, just So you chilling? couldn't afford your kids and can't imagine birth control was a big thing. Oh, not a thing at all. <laughs> In the 1800s, so you so would just... You just- Throw your kids out. Oh, okay. And at the end of the day, too, if the, I mean, I didn't see too much in on this, but, I mean, when you get to a certain age at the end of the day, like, they might be <clears throat> sent out to st- steal. Like, that oh, could be yeah, their yeah, yeah. gig. Um, or they lived on the street and I'd be terrified if a group of children surrounded me. 
Um, I'd be terrified. Yeah. I'd be terrified. You may have, I will just strip naked, take my clothes, I'm going to run to the next, like, safe place. I'd be terrified. Thank you, children. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. I am not the adult that did this to you. They're fucking, you know, they're <clears throat> crafty sons of bitches. Frickin' like Oliver it. Company. Mm. What is, f- f- never mind. <laughs> Were you about to bust in song? No, I was about to be like, what's that guy's name? Like, Fanagan. Fagan. Fagans! Fagan. Isn't it an Oliver Twist? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Just scratch that. Yep. Scratch that from the record. Uh, also during this horrific time in Barcelona, uh, the city was the pornography capital of Europe. I mean, if we're going to have adolescent prostitutes. We might as well. You know, we might, might as, as well, well just send it out. Might as well. Uh, they would be sending out pornographic postcards and Uh-oh. films Uh-oh. to most of Europe and the Americas. Jesus. Uh, El Raval became, and it still is, Barcelona's red light district. Ayo. We all, every city needs one. Ayo. Every city needs that gross district. Uh, lest to boast upon, uh, this port was most regularly used for child sex trafficking. God damn it. Uh, regularly uh, to, sorry, um, they, they were most commonly sent to New York, wah, wah, Buenos Aires, and Rio de Janeiro. Buenos Aires. Uh, What's new? <laughs> Buenos Aires. There's some Evita for you. You're welcome. That was pretty good. Uh, those who escaped or avoided trafficking and forced prostitution, I think that's an interesting uh, differentiating <laughs> terms for it. I think it's all forced prostitution, but who am I to fucking say? At this point, yeah. Uh, would com- They would commonly be kidnapped and forced to work in sweatshops within the district. So, like, don't be a kid in this city. <laughs> Just Try don't. to skip it. Oh my god. Skip Come it. out of that womb 18 years old. Alive and kicking. Holy shit. Extremely desperate families would sell their children into all of the above jobs, quotes, uh, for just any kind of income. Uh, so child innocence was far less important than survival. That's so they were sad. all in survival mode and you just got to do what you got to do and use what you got to use and kids are bodies. Oh. So they used them. Oh. It's fucking gross. Oh. I hate this. I love and hate the story because it's exhausting uh, with what happens to the kids. Oh God. Oh, <clears throat> uh, God. Stories of the bogeymen or folklore uh, would crop up as a, a lot of times it does when just sort of unspeakable living conditions or tragedies or just relentless, no one can get off the ground, you tend to lean towards urban legends. Did and you say bogeyman? Well, I feel it's, that's like the, your it's bogeyman over across the pond. I love we it. We say boogeyman and I we hate do. that. It's we gross. do. There's one O. Boogie. It's B-O-G-E-Y. Bogeyman. I like bogey bad. Bogey I also man. think Ron says that on Harry Potter. He says something about like bogeyman or so, uh, bogeys or something, and that's and it, where I like it just well, stuck in my brain. It sounds so much better when it comes from Ron. Bogey. Bogey. Uh, and there was a folklore of an hombre, um, hombre del saco, Ooh. which was a man who would steal naughty children away from their homes and take them away in a sack. That's terrifying. Um, was a huge local folklore legend, but that like dates way back. But stories like that started to crop up as more and more people were, quote unquote, missing their kids or selling their kids and not willing to say that. Oh, okay. We so have some standards here. Rem- all everybody remember we are selling our kids but too afraid to say it. Um, two years before the arrest of Enriqueta... In 1910, a man named Francisco Liana murdered a seven-year-old boy and used that child's blood and fat to treat a wealthy farmer, also by the name of Francisco, Francisco Ortega, who was dying of tuberculosis. Um, This horror was still shocking and fresh in all of the people's minds in the city. Two years before Enriqueta was apprehended and arrested. So he killed a young boy. Uh, and used... so his blood and fat. Right. And so there were, like, some, like, dark thoughts on medicine that the, like, bones and fat and 
bodies of children would have a like uh, a healing and sure. rejuvenating effect on sick wealthy people got it um so the whole city is thinking about that right now it's terrible right so back to enriqueta What's she doing? What's she doing in all this shit? Uh, for some time, it seems, <clears throat> Enriqueta Marti was leading a double life. Uh, by day, she was seen begging at charity houses and convents. Uh, she actually started using children to garner more sympathy for bigger handouts. Uh, but then she slowly stopped begging uh, as she realized she could obtain more money from procuring children for prostitution oh. or murdering them to make elixirs for the rich. Oh, at okay. night, you could find Enriqueta at El Lesieu, an opera house where it's assumed the wealthy socialites that gathered there gave her her client base for wanting the children. So she would sort of like uh, hang around these ritzy socialite places and... See who wanted to be cured or see who wanted to do the worst thing you could possibly do to children. Okay. Uh, so now it's 1909. It's tragic week, as I mentioned before. Tragic Tensions week. are high. The like poor. Shark week. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> tragic week. But shark like the week. sharks are in the streets and they're biting everybody. Oh, I don't like it. Fleet week. Fleet week. <laughs> oh my God. But like not as sexy. Don't even get me started again on Fleet Week. Don't. I can't. We all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Okay. Uh, during the tragic week, Enriqueta and an unknown young man are arrested for running a brothel with child prostitutes. However, due to her wealthy contacts through Barcelona, she was never tried for these crimes and was immediately released. Mm. So, can't touch this. Can't, can't touch this. She got a whole shit ton of money behind her. Damn, because she's selling... Ki- oh, Ugh, this is terrible. Yeah, like, I, you can't even say it. It's so... Why do you, like, don't, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Sell yourself. Mm. Just don't be gross. Uh, well. mm, Okay, uh, Okay, excuse me, hold on, give me one second. (laughs) Viewer discretion is advised. (laughs) If kidnapping children and selling them into sex slavery wasn't evil enough, Enriqueta also acted as a witch doctor to the elite. Children that became little use for sex trafficking were murdered. None were safe, as she killed infants and children up to nine years old. Oh, God. And Raquetta would make poultices, which is a uh, soft, medicated mass, often heated and spread on a cloth for inflamed or painful body parts or injuries. I was like, in which I immediately need for my, oh my, my God, bug bites. Oh, my need two right now immediately. Holy shit. And Raquetta, where and are Raquetta, you at? I don't want to know what's in it, but Just I give need it to me. It on I my need arm. it. I need, I need two. Stat. Uh, she would also make ointments, potions, and salves to cure or prevent tuberculosis. You guys could not see the quote marks I just put up she there. She did it. She did it. Uh, which was apparently like the wildly feared like sickness of its time. Yeah, TB, man. That shit's real. That's <laughs> fucking, that's what, what's her face died from Moulin Rouge. Yeah. That's real. I know. It's real life. <laughs> okay. okay? I'm sorry you've lost personal, <laughs> personal people to the consumption. All right, so Pamela yes. has a lot of thoughts about tuberculosis. And coming up next episode, Pamela will just talk about the tuberculosis. effects of tuberculosis. That's real. She died. She coughed up blood in her little satin handkerchief. I always just think of Doc Holliday and in Tombstone. Was she, and when oh he sings God. her song. And then, oh. Someone. Oh, don't say co- What's her name? Oh my god. Satine. Wait, that's her name? Satine. Satine, that is her name. I'm running away from you. I'm running away from the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I you're, just want to live in an elephant. You're dying, Satine. You're dying. Another one of your Satine. tricks, Harold. <laughs> We just go into that. Anyway. I just want to live in it. We're talking about horrific things. Sorry. Tuberculosis is real. So everybody's fucking afraid of tuberculosis. Even though apparently when you die of TB in the movies, you're fucking beautiful. You are demurely. (laughs) And then you're like, oh my God. And then you hide your hanky. But you're like, oh, I'm just, I just have the, the, what is it? 
oh, I have the airs or the, oh, I have the... The airs? The swoon. The swoon? What is it? <laughs> Whatever. I cannot form thoughts today, which is why I wrote everything down. It's amazing. It's great. I love it. The um, swoon. <laughs> I have the swoon. The vapors. I have the vapors. That's what it is. Is that real? It's totally real. Never heard of that before. Oh, my God. All right. Behind all the times. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, whether or not, we're back in the story now, uh, whether or not her wealthy clientele knew such medicines, uh, what they were made from, uh, which was the rendered fat, blood, bones, and hair of slaughtered children is unknown. So we don't know if they knew. And I'm sure if questioned, they'd all be like, what? Asshole, sorry. Uh, For about 20 years... The destitute population lived in fear as children went missing, never to be seen again. Forensic experts were able to verify 12 children total that Enriqueta butchered, but the number is most likely well into the hundreds due to the frequency of her, quotes, business. Mm. So yeah, she was operating for like 20 years. Damn. Exactly, yeah. So it was probably more than 100 kids. Yeah, over 100. Jesus Christ. Uh, like all people, even serial killers make mistakes. Uh-oh. And on February 10th, 1912, Enriqueta made a huge error, Uh-oh. kidnapping Teresita Guatert con gas. Oh, oh, well done. Thank you. I was rehearsing at home. <laughs> uh, finally, having enough of the plague of missing children, the city was done. Uh, for two weeks, it seemed everybody was determined to find little Teresita. Where are you, Teresita? Teresita! Uwe! It is your mama! Mama, Teresita, come home! On February 17th, a woman named Claudia Elias noticed a young girl with chopped hair peering through a window of her neighbor's house, uh, mezzanine number 29 on Ponnet Street. Mezzanine number? I want to live in mezzanine number I mean, 29. It's probably not as fancy. But I guess it is because it has like multiple rooms in this flat. Sounds good to me. Let's go. I'm in. Where do you live? Mezzanine number 29. 29. Oh, I'm in balcony 39. Mm. Um, Claudia, having lived there for quite some time, had never seen this girl before, so she inquired with her neighbor as to who the little girl was. Her neighbor said nothing, closed and latched the window. Incidentally enough, Enriqueta Marti lived in Mezzanine 29, Bonnet Street. Oh, no. That was something else. We're fired. Uh, Claudia <laughs> Elias was certain the little girl was the missing Teresita Congast and vented her suspicions to a local mattress maker. Who else do you vent to? I was, wait, I'm sorry. I'm mattress maker? Making the mattress. Hey, I'm uh, making a mattress. There's this girl. I don't know why we're, well, that's our accent now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this, combined with doubts on Enriqueta's nocturnal habits, led to the eventual communication of such suspicions with the p- chief of police. Well, finally, let's get these fuckers on board. February, tw- yeah, right? Like, like where, where are you, you at? Hello, anybody? Jesus. Hello. February 27th, 1912, the chief and two agents tracked down Enriqueta and claimed they had a complaint she was keeping chickens in her flat and they needed to search it. Get those chickens out of your flat. Get them out. Get them out. You know, whatever excuse you need to search somebody's apartment. Get them out. I feel like if cops showed up to me and was like, someone says there's chickens, I'd be like, are you high? Go away. Uh, Surprisingly, which is good, they like tracked her down in like this um, like court of this uh, like, you know, like where everybody gathers and sells their goods, oh, like got the it. city like center, a square. like a square, a yeah. Square. Got uh, it. And they, she ended up being like, "Come on!" and like escorted them to her house willingly. And look at the chickens was, I have in my house. She was surprised they were wanting to look in her apartment, but she didn't seem at all concerned in bringing the cops back to her flat. Man, serial killers—they don't think <laughs> don't anything's fucking a problem. Think shit. Nope. The policemen found two little girls in the flat. Uh, One was without a doubt Teresa Teresita Congost, and the other girl claimed her name was Angelita. I like all this itas. Ita, ita. Ita, ita. Teresita claimed that Enriqueta (laughs) lured her by promising candy, then covered her with a black rag, cut her hair off, and forced her into her flat, declaring the child no longer had parents and her name was now Felicidad. 
Don't cut my hair. <laughs> don't call me Felicidad. Don't cut my hair. Where's that black rag been? Don't I don't want it on my face. Get it out of here. Uh, newly named Felicidad That's stated she lived off of stale bread and potatoes and was forbidden to go to the windows and balcony as well as several rooms in the flat. And Riquetto would pinch the child uh, instead of beating her outright and insisted she be called stepmother. Oh. This is like a fucking. Okay. Like, Some weird ass role playing situation. Disney movie. Yeah, I don't like and it. Now you're stepmother. I'm an evil stepmother. One eventful day, while Enriqueta was out, both girls boldly explored the flat. They found a girl's outfit covered in blood mm. and a boning knife. Oh. Needless to say, they never explored the flat again or even attempted to escape. Uh, Teresita Congost was returned to her overjoyed parents right after her statement that day. Jesus, they're literally the luckiest people. For real. (laughs) Uh, The tale the second girl Angelita told, however, was bone chilling. Before Teresita, there was Pepito, a young five-year-old boy. Oh no, I don't like this. Angelita claimed she saw Enriqueta, whom she referred to as mom, murder Pepito on the kitchen table. When questioned, Angelita did not know her real surname or who her parents were. Enriqueta insisted she was the child of her and estranged husband Juan, but when he testified to a judge that they had been separated for years, Enriqueta was forced to admit she had stolen Angelita from her sister-in-law. She had assisted in the birth of Angelita and told her sister that she was stillborn and took the baby away and raised it. You lying sack of shit. Enriqueta Marti was held and jailed at the Reina Amalia prison. Yes, she was. Good night. When Enriqueta, uh, what? Whoa, sorry. <laughs> Handwriting. What were my I words? don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, with Enriqueta imprisoned and the two girls safe away, the investigators returned to Mezzanine 29 for a more thorough search. What they found was shocking and stomach twisting. You were descri- just- Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to slurp. Okay. <clears throat> Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> It keeps getting better and better. It's getting so smooth. It's like dark chocolate. Not only did they find the bloody clothes and bone knife, Uh which ended up not being girls' clothes, but the confirmed blood-stained outfit of the boy Pepito. (gasps) Not only did they find a sack of dirty clothes and 30 small human bones, Uh not only did they find the bones to have been exposed to fire, but through a locked door, they found total horror. Fifty pitchers, wash bowls, and jars were filled with the bodily remains of children. What the fuck? Fat, coagulated blood, hair, small skeletal hands are only some of what was found in the jars, wash bowls, and vases. Little bitty hands. Also found were powdered bones and pots with potions and salves all ready for distribution and sale. Let's ship them out. Corked, bottled, ready for the cases. Signed, sealed, delivered. Wholesale prices. (laughs) (laughs) Vomit. Business must have been lucrative for Enriqueta because (laughs) investigators found two more flats where Marty had lived. In both of them, they found false walls leading to rooms full of remains of children, including remains in the ceiling. So she would like. So she's got some weird like H H Holmes like shit. fucking maze Every, house. Yeah. So she would have like bu- like bureaus where you go through that. Like she'd have all these fucking like locked doors and rooms through in rooms. In the ceiling. In the ceiling. Damn. Uh, in the gardens, they found the skull of a presumably three-year-old child and many bones of children ranging from about three to eight years old. Oh. Due to the scraps of cloth attached to some of the bones. Investigators found she was stealing children from destitute families who could not search for them or afford to go to the police to search. Um, In one of Enriqueta's family homes, they found even more jars of child remains and books on remedies. Among these books, they found journals from Enriqueta documenting recipes, a coded language in multiple letters that she had written, and a list of esteemed and prominent and important people of Barcelona. That list caused 
insane public outrage amongst the poor due to the wealth and privilege of Enriqueta's clients protecting them from punishment for their pedophilia and complicit behavior in her crimes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, she would procure the children for sex trafficking for the rich, wealthy people to have sex with. I know, but it makes me sick. I I feel like the nice word for that is pedophilia. (laughs) Animals. Um... Investigators attempted to silence rumors to protect the politician and businessmen on the list. Yes, please, protect these savages. Um, But tensions were rising since the events and riots of Tragic Week were not that uh, far in the past. Authorities told the local papers the list was only that of people Enriqueta begged from, and they were entirely ignorant of what she was doing to the children. So rumors spread that the list was full of, like, politicians and shit. The police were like, can't have that. Actually, it was just these other people that helped Enriqueta out. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> can't do that. Whoops. <laughs> don't show me that. I They're don't even want to see it. They're the ones that pay for the police force. I don't even want to see protect it. protect them. Don't even show it to me. I don't want to see it. Uh, while imprisoned, awaiting trial in Reina... Amalia jail, and Riquetta tried to kill herself with a wooden knife to the wrists. The public was not going to have that. Mm-mm. Authorities made it known that they would ensure Enriqueta would not kill herself as the public was out for her blood. Yeah. They demanded she stand trial and be executed by the garret, which is a chain, wire, or rope slowly twisted uh, to strangle someone to death. So it's oh. an extremely painful to day. You die. You typically um, it's an extremely painful day. Because <laughs> it's, it's a very it's a bad. It's not day. a good day. It's not a good day at all. Uh, what they do is they almost strap you down to a, like in a, a chair that looks like a like an electric chair for executions, um, and then they like secure your head upright and then put the wire or a rope or whatever around your neck and secure it to like a pipe and just slowly twist the pipe around. Oh my word. You you die the slowest death of strangulation and like feel your eyes pop bloodshot and pop. It's it's what you get when you She deserves it. Children. Yes, and then some. Unfortunately for the public, they did not get their justice as only one year and three months after her arrest, Enriqueta Marti was brutally lynched by her fellow inmates on the prison patio May 12th, 1913. Oh, shit. They were like, nah. So she sort of got her just desserts, Mm-mm. but um, from the inmates in the Mm-mm. prison. They were like, we're not going to associate with you. Fuck You're that evil. Shit. Unable to obtain all of her secrets and evil doings, uh, authorities secretly buried her body in a common grave in a cemetery on... Mon- Mount Monjuic in Barcelona. Barcelona. Making of the myth of, of Enriqueta Marti. Wait, hold on a second. <clears throat> I have so, some questions for you. The myth of the vampire of Barcelona. There's a myth? It's a myth? It's a myth. This whole thing's not real? When going back over the articles, um, over, uh, you know, firsthand accounts, things like that. A historian, Elsa Plaza, who dedicated seven years of her life unraveling fact from fiction regarding Enriqueta Marti, realized that most of her stories were told by men. Well. Here we are as to why we're doing an all-female murderous Well. Elsa states that although 1912 Barcelona refers to Enriqueta as a serial killer, Enriqueta was never formally charged with murder, nor was any corpse of a child found in her home. The children seen begging with Enriqueta were actually a part of a large network of women who would send their children with other women to garner more sympathy and charity, and they would share collectively in the earnings. So they would, so like five moms would send their kids out to yep. beg and then they'd all split. So all like, five of them I'm going to go work uh, and do this chick's laundry. I'm going to send my kid with you to go beg at the convicts and the charity houses. We'll meet back at 10 and we'll share our earnings for the day and we'll all eat. But, okay, that makes total sense. But wait, they, they've ne- they never found a corpse in her? There was no, so continuing on. Oh, yes, okay, sorry. I have so many questions. Ah. There are so many questions. Ah. Uh, the young Angelita found at mezzanine 29 was indeed her niece 
However, she was living with Enriqueta at her sister-in-law's bidding because Enriqueta was doing better than her sister-in-law was. Therefore, she took on the added load of her niece. Okay. The massive amounts of blood found at her flat was grotesque and upsetting, though more likely a symptom of Enriqueta's uterine cancer, which causes heavy bleeding, than butchered children. But the witch hunt for the missing children was well underway. Oh. And remember, two years earlier, fresh in everyone's mind, the seven-year-old boy was ground up and used for elixirs for the wealthy farmer. Oh, I'm not happy. In fact, in regarding this witch hunt, when a doctor declared that the many bones found at Enriqueta's properties were actually animal bones, the congregated journalist went to attack him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She did, while being uh, questioned, confess to prostituting a 17-year-old and performing multiple abortions, but no confessions of murdering and butchering children. So perhaps what, if anything, was actually found in the jars, maybe it was just the, the abortions, abortions. And yeah. she, you know, just through curiosity practices, she kept them on hand to study and use. And Whatever. who knows? Yeah. Whatever she, yeah. Historian Elsa Plaza states, in regards to the stolen and or sold children, we can suspect that some girls were victims of international traffickers for prostitution. Here, there are not many papers on the subject, but there are in, there are in Latin America. Girls were sent to New York, Buenos Aires, and Rio de Janeiro. Uh, Barcelona wanted to cover the misery and exploitation. The point of all was the discovery of a child brothel, like the... Um, the point of all in terms of like the the climactic moment. Sure, sure, sure. Um, was the, this is all in quotes, sorry, I forgot to do that. Uh, was the discovery of a child brothel uh, on Botella Street. It is true that children disappeared. Some were sent to France where they were exploited in glass factories outside of Paris. Uh, it seems, through all of that devastating story, that Enriqueta Marti was nothing more than a scapegoat for a starving, destitute, and helpless city. Mm-mm. I don't like any of it. Twist ending. She didn't do any of it. If she did, she didn't kill the children. At worst, she procured children for sex trafficking or had hands in the child brothels. But during the time... That, I, like, that was just, I mean, it was survival. Right, right, right. So they made a scapegoat out of her name, and per, I trust a historian that talked about her for seven years, per her, uh, her entire life is now down in the books as being a monster, and she probably wasn't at all. She was probably just massively a product of her time. And also, like, helping girls out who needed to get a schmorschman. Sorry. We, what we don't need in Barcelona at that time is more kids. So please get this out of me. I can't feed myself. You know what we don't need in Barcelona at that time is men. That's, you know. Is men. Well, we needed them to no, make I'm the money. No, I'm saying no. I or, am saying here's I'm my putting thing. my foot down. No. Take the men away. Send them off to war. But gosh darn it, pay my pay the family for it. I am mad about this story. Now, so yeah, so I, that it was actually nice because I, I feel like I champion for a lot of women that maybe <laughs> don't deserve my sympathy. But I was very happy to find one that actually just got slandered from... Nineteen twelve to now. Imagine how terrified she was in jail then. Oh my god, she got brutally hung for shit she didn't do. Cause she got hung yeah. for the butchering and the yeah, murdering yeah, yeah, of the yeah, kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, so poor. Like, shit, girl. Sorry. Anyway, clear and get the Marty's name. Clear it. But actually, don't, cause it was fun as fuck to that discover that. That was fantastic. I learned about Barcelona. Just men slandering women. Learned about how awful men are again. Men, God, we learn it every episode. What are proles? Proles. I learned about proles. City peasants. City peasants. Who knew? I learned about uh, Shark Week. Tragic Week. Tragic Week. Nineteen oh nine. Shark Week. The original Spanish Shark American Week. War dates on that. The original Shark Week. I mean, for I, real. Fuck. That is. Enriqueta. Enriqueta. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm also sorry about your fucking uterine cancer. Yeah, not a good way to go. Awful way to go, actually. Fuck. And also, like, how brutal if there was just blood in the apartment to where it was, like, suspiciously looked like murder, and that's how badly you're bleeding. 
from your cancer that like it looks like mm. a crime scene. Mm-mm. No. I don't. That's sad. Yeah. It was. This isn't like a. Ba 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 da ba. Hey. Ba 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 da So now I'm just gonna like go chug my drink. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do that too. We got. That's we all right. got shit to do. We got shit to do. Uh, so you already. I did. But let's do. Let's just. You know what? We're gonna just do it because it's tradition. What are we doing? We're gonna mock. Oh, we're gonna mock open up. So we're gonna shake open, oh, right. and then we're gonna tell you the lady that Pammy already has. Right. Okay. Jealous <gasps> of choice. Jealous of choice. Jealous of choice. Ooh, I'm shaking Ooh, it. Oh, mix Ooh, it up. Yeah, mixing Ooh, it up. Open it. Ooh, open Pop it. that top. Chaturanga arms. Hope Pop you pick from the bottom. It. Ooh. Don't pick it all. Oh my God. Oh, who do I have? Who is it? I have. <clears throat> I literally hate <laughs> Leonardo? No. Oh, d- I thought we were giving a hint. Are we saying the name? Fuck! I always say it's, the name. It's not. not it's no. It's, it's not Leonardo that. DiCaprio. It's, I'm doing. Fatal Females proudly presents Leonardo DiCaprio. That's <laughs> what it is. Um, the hint for um next week's episode, and by next week's episode, I mean the episode we're about to do in five minutes. Oh yeah, we're double recording. It's a shit show. Is soap. Oh my god. Uh, so also, viewer discretion is advised. Nah, it ain't children, so it's fine. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, y'all can hack it. <laughs> you can, you can we don't give a shit what happens to when adults. When it's kids, it's different. But oh like when you're when you're over, I literally 50, texted Tammy matter. on the way over, and I was like, I don't know if I have two of these in me tonight. I was like, I get so like even reading on this. It was exhausting. It was just, it's just too much child Well, gore. when you're talking about little hands and stuff, mm, I don't like the little hand I don't like part. It. Uh, it's too visual. We're visual people. Yeah. But we're done. We're on to soap. But it's fine. Damn, we're, we're on you to soap. You ain't going to look at a Dove bar the same. That's all we're going to say. No joke. You fucking won't. No. You fucking won't. Um, right, well, we got so shit yes, to do. But not before you follow us and you're going to rate us and you're going to subscribe and us. And you're going to email us and you're going to give us people... Yes. And you're going to tell us we're amazing like Tracy did on Facebook. Yes, that's right. That's exactly Be what like you're going to do. Be like Tracy. We're going to do that. Um, so, yeah. So, follow us on uh, uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Fatal Females Podcast. Uh, we have a website where Chelsea, at some point, will load up all of our drinks. pictures are coming together. Super and recipes. Uh, FatalFemalesPodcast.com. Ooh, that was nice. And then... Um, uh, oh my God, we have an Instagram, Fatal Females Podcast. And we also have, if you just want to email us directly, fatalfemalespodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and we have a jingle coming soon, right? We have we that do. in the mix. Super stoked. We might get really fancy and yeah. have a jingle. We might actually like start trying to make this into like a not a professional like a, podcast. Yeah, like we'll have like an opening. Yeah. Oh, that'll be We'll the have day. like a consistent opening every week. I like it. It'll be good. It'll be fucking fant. I mean, we're at like uh, episode 20 something. We might even get Leonardo DiCaprio on our You know what? He'll be our first guest. That's, you heard it here first. Leonardo DiCaprio. You're coming. Let us know. We're coming after you. Why you? I don't fucking know. This is a Don't call us. We'll call you. We'll call you. Yep. And on that note. Bye. Bye.